Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, next on the programme, the government will today unveil their first ever clean air strategy, which will aim to cut down on air pollution in Ireland. The EPA uh, estimates that there are 1,300 premature deaths annually in Ireland due to poor air quality. Um, John Sodu is a Professor Emeritus of Chemistry at UCC and was chatting uh, to News Talk earlier this morning. He was asked if the use of stoves and open fires should become socially unacceptable. This is what he had to say. Oh, it should be equal to cigarette smoking and how we think about that. Um, our, Our attitude to that over the last 30, 40 years, 50 years when it was thought to be a health uh, improvement uh, to now, where in a way it is shunned. I mean, quite clearly, people should say no to burning any solid fuel, and that includes wood, wet or dry, as well as coals of all sorts. Right. All solid fuel should be banned. All solid fuel should be banned, is what he says. So that would mean you would have no open fire, you would have no stove. Um, And I know a lot of newer houses being built uh, don't have uh, any uh, open fires or stoves. But how would you feel about open fires and stoves becoming socially unacceptable? As you heard him saying, equal to cigarette smoking. There was a time uh, it was... Totally acceptable for people to smoke in their uh, sitting rooms with kids around the whole lot. I remember visiting my granny's house when I was younger and the house filled with smoke. But that was just the norm. The thought of that in 2023 would make you cringe. So should we have that same attitude towards uh, stoves and open fires? That they... Uh, that any solid fuel should no longer uh, be burned. I'd love to hear from you on this on 087-1400-106. That's our WhatsApp number. You can send us a free WhatsApp with uh, with your opinion on this. Pat is on the line in uh, in Kildare. Pat, what are your thoughts on, on banning any solid fuel from being burned in your home? Uh, hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can, yep. Um, well, I'm not in favour because I do burn solid fuel and it's our, it's our only heating source, so... I'm not sure what the alternative would be. Um, should I get a heat pump or something? Well, that is <laughs> one of the like suggested solutions, right? yeah. Yeah, well, if... You're, okay, so we're talking about taking it away, so what's it going to be replaced with? I have to heat my house somehow. Should I start buying oil or get a heat pump? Is that the, I, I, what's the solution? To, like, I'm hearing the problem, but I'm not hearing any solutions to it. Well, as you said yourself, one of the suggested solutions is uh, is a heat pump. Um, that won't work in my house. My house is too old and it's not built to the standards that it can be heated with a heat pump. Okay, so that's that out. Uh, then yeah. oil, obviously, we're being discouraged from using oil as well. Um, so the, your, yeah. your, base, your argument is you don't have any alternatives. Well, maybe I should just buy a load of jumpers or something. <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> okay, but the point that that was made in that clip that I played a second ago was that we need to get to a point that it becomes as, as antisocial as cigarette smoking. To drive right. to drive past a house and see smoke wafting out of a chimney, uh, we need to start developing this attitude. Oh my God, look at that! You're talking about some kind of like social engineering to try and make people think a certain way. That sounds like some kind of dystopian nightmare to me. Um, 
Is that but I'm sure you, I'm sure you accept we do need to get to a point that we no longer uh, burn any solid fuel. We need to get there. That's fine, but how? That's that's the question. You can you can say all these things, but without a solution to hand, then it's just a worthless conversation. I mean, and, like, <laughs> my, like I said, my house is it's over a hundred years old. It was not built to be uh, heated with a heat pump. It's just it wouldn't work. So in order to get get a heat pump, I'd have to basically knock my house down. And okay, so your 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 house couldn't even be retrofitted. No, no, it's 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 solid stone walls. It's it's not designed like a heat a heat pump will give you about a three. three I think it's best case scenario you get a four to one uh, ratio. So say you put in ten you have a ten kilowatt heat pump, you get forty kilowatts of heat. So if I have a ten kilowatt heat source running constantly, which it needs to do that's going to use a phenomenal amount of electricity. And this is at a time when we're being told to reduce our electricity usage. So there's a bit of mixed messaging going on here. Um, and I'm kind of suspicious of motives, motives of it, to be honest. Um, so if someone Okay, when you hear that um, the Environmental Protection Agency estimate that there are 1,300 premature deaths annually in Ireland due to poor air quality, I, that in itself is something we need to sort out. Well, I, I need more information than that. So premature deaths, is that somebody who, who dies at 80 when they might have died at 82? Is the 1,300 exclusively from wood stoves or is it also from manufacturing, transport, like, where, is there a cost-benefit analysis? Because you're saying this is the, the benefit. We're going to save potentially up to 1,300 people from dying prematurely. So that's the benefit. So what is the cost? What is the cost of hundreds of thousands of people not having heating? What is the cost of implementing this? So you're talking about banning solid fuel. So does that mean the guards are going to kick my door in and drag me to prison because I light a fire. As a matter of interest, what do you what do you burn? Uh, wood. Wood. Okay. Locally sourced wood that is mostly windfall trees. So I'm not like destroying the countryside to heat my house. It's the vast majority of it is stuff that comes down in storms. Now, like I said, my house is old, so it's actually very very easy to heat because the whole thing is designed around the fireplace. That's the 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 heart of the house mm. is the fireplace. All right, stay, stay there for one second if you can, please, uh, Pat. Um, he's basically saying no to banning solid fuel uh, in the absence of a realistic solution for his uh, older house. I, I'm joined on the line by uh, Adam uh, in Limerick. And Adam, you designed your own house and didn't opt for a, a fireplace or a stove. No, no. So, like, we're living in a new self-built home in Limerick City, um, very well insulated and airtight. Like we opted for no chimney in the new home because like it was easier to comply with the building regulations number one around energy efficiency and the BER rating. Uh, and then by om- omitting it completely, we also saw no need for a chimney in a new house. I suppose not trying to move away from from the old fossil fuel fossil fuel arrangement. Um, the house we lived in previously was built in 2001 and had a gas central heating system. Uh, we supplemented that with a small solid, solid fuel stove, um, mainly burning kind of peat briquettes and some timber. Uh, but we found it uh, kind of messy business having to clean it out and disposing of the ash and all that. So you also then, I suppose, we had the chore then of going to the service station every day or two, getting heavy bales of briquettes and bringing them in the boot of the car. 
<coughs> so in the new house, like what we have is an air-to-water system, and we've got underfloor heating, and then we use um, flame effect electrical heaters that give that kind of cozy ambient effect without all the smoke. Okay, so as you said, solid fuel is is messy and a little bit uh, dirty. But do you think you'd you'd ever miss having a, an open fire in the house? Well, I suppose look the way we look at it with the new house, it's so well insulated, and you spent all the money insulating it and making it airtight, and we're kind of happier in the knowledge that we're not adding to the smog in the area um, on still evenings. And also, we're doing our bit for the planet by reducing our own emissions. But, and I suppose, look, there's always the argument thrown out there about like power outages and stuff like that. But look, if the power failed, I don't think we would notice it for a day or so. And even then, if we had a prolonged outage, which I can't ever recall, uh, I wouldn't think that the house would be uncomfortable. I'd say it probably would stay pretty warm for a number of days, you know. But like, essentially, the, the flame effect kind of dimplex type heaters they're kind of giving out the that kind of i suppose that kind of a fake kind of a flame i suppose but that gives a nice ambient kind of a feeling in the house you know what I mean? so it, it kind of acts as a centerpiece and no yeah i wouldn't really miss the the, 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 the open fire or the stove all right uh, thanks very much indeed for your call uh, adam from uh, limerick martin is on the line too Uh, Martin, what do you think of this? Is it time for us to start having this conversation to ban open fires? You there, Martin? Oh, we'll try and get him back in a second. Um, Let me read a few more of your messages that are coming in on this. Uh, I'd love to see them calling for a ban on burning solid fuel in West Connemara in winter when you live in rented accommodation. Um, Another message says, now they want to get rid of all solid fuel and they want to get rid of gas and oil. How do we heat our homes, asks Martin in uh, Arklo. Uh, What about toxins in the air from fragranced chemicals? Indoor air uh, can be worse than outdoor air. In Nova Scotia, uh, perfumed products are banned in the workplace. Think about toxic load and where we can change it easily, says Derville. And one final message, excuse me, when farming... Uh, take some serious steps to limit the damage caused uh, and when industrial fumes are limited uh, fines and checked um, then I'll stop lighting my fireplace and uh, my barbecue Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan weekdays at midday on News Talk Uh, We're in the middle of a conversation about uh, the fact that the government will today unveil their first ever clean air strategy, which will aim to cut down on air pollution in Ireland. Uh, The Environmental Protection Agency estimates there are 1,300 premature deaths annually in Ireland due to poor air quality. Now, uh, John Sodu is Professor Emmett... Emeritus uh, of chemistry at UCC and was chatting to News Talk earlier. He was asked if the use of stoves and open fires should become socially unacceptable. This is what he had to say. Oh, it should be equal to cigarette smoking and how we think about that. Um, our, Our attitude to that over the last 30, 40 years, 50 years when it was thought to be a health uh, improvement uh, to now, where in a way it is shunned, I mean, quite clearly, people should say no to burning any solid fuel, and that includes wood, wet or dry, as well as coals of all sorts. All All solid fuel should be banned. 
all solid fuel should be banned. Martin is uh, on the line. Uh, Martin, what do you think of this? All solid fuel should be banned. Well, I wouldn't totally agree with that. Certain fuels should be banned, all right, like the heavy turf, wet turf and wet timber and all that like. But dry timber and, you know, smokeless coal is not that bad. I, th- I think now it, it, what they should do, be far better idea, is to get rid of all the old, old diesel smoky vehicles off the road. They're fierce pollutants. Savage altogether. Yeah, I, I would agree. And um, when you see smoke chucking out of the back of uh, an yeah, old, an older exactly. bus yeah. or whatever, yeah, yeah you it's, get it's... stuck behind. You get stuck behind an old vehicle now to poison you when they accelerate the black smoke tractors, jeeps, all that old stuff. Okay, but they, they, but, but they are the becoming less and less common. It's less and less. Oh, there's thousands of them on the road. Thousands of them. I see them every day. Sir. Right. So you'd like to Loads see them taken them. off the road first? Yes, because they're on the road every day. The fire. Most people just like to fire maybe in the evening time or the night time down for a couple of hours and stuff then. But these jokes are on the road every day, pumping out loads of black smoke. 24-7 years. Okay, but when you, when you see... Uh, I live in North County Dublin, which is uh, supposedly a smoke-free area in that you're not allowed to use uh, smoky fuel. And I frequently... I saw one house the other day, a small little bungalow, and the smoke was chucking out of the chimney. Um, and really thick, heavy smoke. Surely we have to have a conversation oh, yeah, of stopping that. You have that. to put a stop to that. But obviously they're buying, they're buying the old cheap coal. They're not buying the, the smokeless stuff. Because I know that, that's going on for a fact. That it's still important, the, the dirty coal, and it's still being sold, and they need to tackle that. Hmm. That would make a huge difference. Okay, so one more problem, what I, would, what I would suggest is, I'm involved in the plumbing and heating game, and I, I specialise in, in oil boiler central heating, right? There's an average about 600,000 old oil boilers all around Ireland. If all those old boilers were replaced with the new modern high-tech condensing boilers, which will also run on biofuel, to be a huge, huge reduction in the carbon emissions of Ireland. And lots of business for boiler, you, Martin. And I just, I'll give you some statistics. An old oil boiler is pumping out an average of about 180 milligrams of NOx, nitrogen oxide, mm-hmm. per kilowatt hour. The new boiler have it down to 60. Oh, right, okay. That's so it is a very significant reduction. difference. Huge difference. Mm. And the heat going out of the flue from the old boiler to be adding up to 250, 300 degrees of heat. The new boiler, 60 degrees. Okay, so... And you <clears> must divide <throat> that by 600,000. Let's the talk about, about solid fuel. Do you burn any solid fuel in your own home? Yeah, I use the smokeless, smokeless small, a small stove. I use a small little roundy type smokeless fuel and it's some dry wood and that's it. Okay. But don't lie it on a regular best. Now and again, just as, you know. I wouldn't be. I don't rely on it for the heating, like you know what I mean. Would it bother you to lose it? Um, to a point, like, but I wouldn't sort of, you know, have a heart attack or no over it, like, you know. But to be nice, nice to hang on to it, like, but you know. But as as I say, there's far more serious things to tackle than, you know, cut out all the smoke is fuel. That would make a huge difference. All right, good to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed. And, and just one, oh, sorry, yeah, one more point as well. Go on, yeah. make one point before I go to do with all the pollution of our rivers and lakes and stuff. The county councils are the biggest polluters of our waterways. All right, the thanks very much indeed for your... They're still being pumped in yes, to the yes. rivers and lakes. You know what I mean? Okay, all right. Thanks very much indeed for your call. Um, if you want to WhatsApp us, the number is 087 1400 106. 
Um, let me see. Sorry, without my stove this year, I would have frozen to death. I couldn't afford home heating oil this year for the first time ever. I buy blocks by the trailer. That stove has warmed my home and cooked dinner all winter. This year, I watch my friend getting fuel allowance money hand over fist on the dole uh, in her new free council home, all while I work 40 hours plus per week to literally live hand to mouth. I love the lovely water pump heating. I think um, more should be done to help homeowners. We don't uh, have the money to get these expensive new heating systems in. If the government wants to ban our heating, they should fit the pump heating free for struggling homeowners. Uh, it, do- it doesn't pay uh, to work and own your own home in this country. Uh, another message says, uh, my home, because it was a new build, has no chimney. I was raging. It's ridiculous. Uh, no new houses uh, have chimneys. The world has gone mad, says that message. Annette is uh, is on the line. Uh, Annette, why did you get in touch? What, what are your thoughts on this? Is she there? No, she's not. Okay. Um, let me go then to um, David. David is on the line from uh, Galway. David, what's your situation? Uh, my situation is in rural part of Galway. Uh, I have a council house. It was built in the 70s. So there's no proper insulation or anything. So I have to use uh, coal, which is over 40 euro for 40 kg of coal. And I'm on disability. Now, I just think it's uh, a complete joke, this rubbish that over X amount of people have died. Now, right now I do. I, I do wonder how the EPA come up with that figure of uh, thirteen hundred premature deaths annually. I'd love to know how they reach that conclusion. But you know, we'll 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 take it at face yeah, value. In saying that, like I, I'd like to know the answer to this. Like I'm on disability, as we explained, and if I buy a bag of coal, the last is two days, and the heat is gone completely. So I'm spending 80 euro over my social welfare. Now you don't get 80 euro on fuel allowance. Now on top of that, if I stop using uh, John before, and I know a lot of people in where they live uh, are in the same boat, I'd like the EPA to tell me uh, what the situation will be with related deaths for people that would end up being cold or not eaten properly. And that, that, that is a question that was uh, asked earlier on and it's a very reasonable uh, question to ask. Um, and, you know, would more people end up uh, sick or dying as a result of um, not being able to heat their homes properly? Yeah, and like uh, the council, even though it's a council house, because it's in a little part, they don't do any insulation or any work. I have uh, very bad drafts coming through the window. Um, and when I report to the council, I was told, we don't do the work in Northern Ireland, only in the towns and the seats. So what do I do if I don't have a farm? You know, like, this is a complete joke. Um, okay, so uh, so you believe that <clears throat> without proper solutions in place, we uh, it's not time to be even having this conversation. We need the solutions in place first. Yeah, for everyone, like, I, I know, like, there's grants there for people that own houses to get uh, proper installation and uh, solar panels. 
But you have to be a millionaire in order to get the grant because uh, for that, what the grant is, you have to pay an amount. And at a time, like this time, we're kind of in a recession. No one has that type of money to be thrown around. Okay, stay yes. stay on the line there for one second if you can, please. Yeah. Let me bring in uh, some more of your uh, calls on this. People are already rethinking buying electric vehicles because of the highest electricity costs in Europe, uh, says that message. It is the same with uh, heat pumps. Tyrone is on the line in, uh, in Cork. Tyrone, is it time for Ireland to start moving away from uh, the likes of fires and stoves? Uh, no, I really don't. Um, I think it's the irony of the Green Party and the government as a whole to suggest that we should be reducing the fossil fuels where you know, the majority of the energy being created in Ireland is from coal burning or gas burning for the electricity. Um, so in that regard, I would say absolutely not. And then in terms of using the gas or the, the fire stoves or the open fires, you know, you're able to stockpile your own energy resources so your household becomes, let's say, energy independent where you do have a stockpile of your four or five months where you've already paid for that rather than being reliant on what's happening in the global markets. And we've just seen what's happening in terms of the the energy crisis now where people have been reluctant to put on the heating in their home. And this is just an additional resource and, I suppose, home independence that people have regarding that. All right, Tyrone, thanks very much indeed. Uh, This message really says it all. I'm just after lighting uh, my turf fire for hot water and heat. We have a very short memory in Ireland, I'm afraid. In other words, the heat in that house is from a back boiler and no other way of heating the house except with an open fire. Um, I'm assuming. How on earth uh, do we think we're going to make a difference? China is opening on average two large coal plants each week. So until the much larger countries start making a difference, there's no point in Little Ireland being the best boy in class as usual, says uh, Andrew. Tom is on the line from uh, Kerry. Tom, why did you get in touch? Um, It just so happens, I was listening to the conversation there over the last while, and the one thing that strikes me, because I visited it many years ago, was Money Point Coal Burning Power Station. And I really feel that until the government tackles the bigger issues that we have to deal with, which is closing the likes of Money Point, replacing it with green energy, rather than taxing individuals in their homes, which also need to make an effort, but need to make an effort over time. Like it stands out, uh, Money Point burns so much coal every year, it seems to, everything else seems to pale into significance, yet there has been no mention of it. And we've had the opportunity to do the offshore wind farms and so forth, and unfortunately the planning issues in this country have made it very difficult for companies to come in and do it. And I know they're trying to make changes, but it's just too slow. We should be way ahead of the game here. We have free energy offshore to make use of and could replace Money Point over a very short period of time if we got at it. Now, I know that the, the long-term plan for uh, Money Point is to convert the power station into a, a centre that will manufacture wind turbines, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. Yes, obviously, that, that, that's a long-term. We, we should be... It's another thing that occurred to me, you know, as I was listening to the show this morning. We're going to consume a huge amount of solar panels here over the next number of years because everyone is going to start putting it through homes and businesses. We should be creating plants here to manufacture those. 
which, you know, we'll be keeping our own money in the country and so forth, just like that idea of creating Money Point as a manufacturing facility for wind turbines. Mm. Which makes sense. I mean, it is um, a very logical thing to do with the with the plant, but uh, that's not going to happen until the second half of this decade, until after twenty twenty five. How do you uh, heat your home, Tom? I have oil fired heating in my home, and uh, no, it just so happens it's an older home, so I don't see anything changing there soon. I also have an open fire; don't use it that much. But I think asking people to abandon the likes of open fires, open uh, or uh, solid fuel fires you know, all of a sudden is is, um, is unrealistic. It's something that has to be phased out. And realistically, it's just phased out over a 20-year, 15- or 20-year period and start tackling the bigger issues, which are how we generate our energy in the first place with the likes of Money Point, with the likes of using offshore wind farms and so forth. If we had all those bigger issues tackled, they're starting to tackle what I would call lower-hanging fruit in terms of tackling homeowners. That has to be done in combination with the bigger issues. Okay, um, JK is on the other line. Um, JK, is it time for us to have that conversation about getting rid of open fires, basically? Absolutely not. No way, Jose. Okay, why? It's because the Green Party and the government are tackling, are hitting the most vulnerable in society again, i.e. the pensioners, people who can't afford to heat their houses. They can't afford to, to fill your tank now minimum is 250 euros here in Kerry, right? You're asking a pensioner to fill their tank. There's no way they can do it. And if you're asking them to put on coal or turf, the minimum bag, bag of coal in this county is 35 euros. Now, you take it into account what a pensioner gets. And if a pensioner only has an open fire, right, to heat their house for the week, we'll say three or four bags minimum. What's that going to cost them? And for people to come out and say, like on the radio this morning, to say about getting rid of smoke, uh, chimneys and fires, that they're causing so much pollution, so many deaths. Where are these statistics coming from? I do, I do, I mean, qu- I do query it myself, I'll be honest. I don't know how I mean, they like, can come I, to that I conclusion. Mean, like, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not being smart here now, or I'm not being uh, anything. I'm, I'm really angry, but how, how do they come to this uh, conclusion is it because they, I'm not, I don't mean to be, uh, do they know that the people died, especially from uh, fumes coming from chimneys? Or what about... But no, it's it's not what, just fuel from chimneys, but yeah, uh, right, poor, but what, poor what, air quality right, but, in, in parts of yeah, the country. Yeah, that's poor air quality. What about the people in Dublin, Galway, Cork, Donegal, Kerry? People that cycle to work every morning are stuck behind traffic Cars, trucks, buses, tractors, you name it. Just because they can't see the fumes coming out doesn't mean it's not there anymore. If you're sitting in traffic in a bike, even if you're there for 20 minutes going to work, what are you inhaling then? And to give out about people putting on a fire in the evening to heat their bloody house is an absolute disgrace. Eamon Ryan should be ashamed of himself. For tackling the most but, vulnerable uh, but, okay, Let me ask you I, then. I, I, I agree. No, I agree. We have to do something. That's exactly about what I was about to say. The to environment. You. I agree with that. And uh, like I start, said, you know, the, start, uh, driving past a house the other with night. The most vulnerable in society is totally, totally wrong. No, but the Why point, the point that was made earlier on from that clip that I played is that we need to get to the point that it is socially unacceptable to have thick grey smoke billowing out of your uh, chimney. 
that that doesn't have. We're not we're not back in the bloody eighties or nineties. I only saw it the other day with my own two eyes. Yeah, well, all right. That's probably a one-off. I mean, I have neighbours right that start their fire in the morning, and there's black smoke coming out of it. But it's gone in after about a minute to start the fire, and then it's great. You don't see smoke for the rest of the day. People use smokeless coal now. It's not like years ago they were throwing everything into the bloody fire. And 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 another thing. I'd say the majority of people in this country don't bonfires anymore. A lot of people have central heat, and I'll agree with that. But there are people living out the country in Kerry and other counties around this country that cannot afford central heating or to get their houses insulated because the councils won't do for them. And they have no other choice to put on a bloody fire. Okay, so you think this is very unfair to be having this conversation, Uh, even though... No, it's 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 a conversation to be had, but not right now. There are more pressing issues. And, and to say that people putting on bloody fires is contributing to 1,800 or 1,600 deaths is absolutely scandalous. And it's scaremongering. And it's totally bloody wrong. All right. Good to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed. I'll squeeze in a couple more of your messages. Cars idling, especially in the vicinity of schools, should be uh, banned. Cars idling creates huge amount of particulate matter and asthma in, uh, is prevalent in many children. That's less and less common because of the way cars are designed now that they they cut off. Um, Certainly my car, you have to actually switch a button to stop it um, switching off. Uh, Why can't the government use some of that money to actually roll out a system for each voter or house in the country to get solar panels that can contribute to heating homes? That in itself is a win for people. And uh, finally... When uh, you go to Germany or Austria and throughout Europe, you will still see all the houses with timber stacked, drying for heating their houses uh, for the winter, says Roger. Roger, thanks very much indeed for your message. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.